This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing... Wait, you've never seen Aliens? Not Alien 2. No. Aliens. Aliens. So, just as a warning, there's some chest-bursting scenes, and there is some body parts melting due to acidic alien blood. And it's good effects for, for that time, um, but it, it is... The funny thing is, until about the last maybe 30 minutes or so, I was like, wow, this isn't this isn't as gory as I expected it to be. <laughs> it's more like a, are we going to do the right thing kind of movie, not let's blow them all away. Last 30 minutes, let's blow away every alien that we encounter. Well, that, the automatic guns blowing, I mean, we don't see, it's not on camera, blow them up violence, but that happens pretty early. The... The scene with the automatic cannons, right, blowing up the aliens. Right, I was thinking more um, when she has to go back for Newt. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and she raises hell. Yes. Yes. And destroys. She destroys babies. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So. What three things did you expect from Alien? Well, since it was aliens, I expected more than one alien this time. Good bet. Um, nice maybe, and safe. Maybe we'll even return to that planet with all the eggs Ooh. we saw last time. Yes. Mm-hmm. There will be another android. And finally, Ripley will be the sole survivor again. You're about 90%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, we'll get to that. So, did you expect to like it? What's your rating? I I really liked the first one. I gave it four and a half stars. Um, and I know wow. sometimes the sequel isn't as good, but I'm still expecting to like it. So, I'll give it four stars to begin with. Last time, I gave it three and a half to begin with. Okay. Fair enough. So what is your one sentence to you're already laughing silently to yourself. What is your one sentence TV guide summary? <clears throat> After killing the alien in the last movie, Ripley realizes her true calling as an alien assassin and travels throughout the galaxy killing aliens whenever and wherever she finds them. I was I don't know. I don't know why I was waiting for you to say Oh, she's gonna be like, um, like Goodall. Like it's gonna be a combination of <laughs> gorillas in the mist, but aliens, and she chooses to sort of live no. with and study them. No. <laughs> Which she also played. She played Goodall. Oh, she did. She I didn't know Goodall that. In, in Gorillas in the Mist. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. Ah. Uh, wait, you've never seen. <laughs> we should put Gorillas on the mist on the list. So what did IMDb have to say? Ripley is rescued by a deep salvage team after being in hyperspace for 57 years. 
The moon that the Nostromo visited has been colonized, but contact is lost. <laughs> this time, colonial marines with have impressive firepower, but will that be enough? Question mark? Spoiler alert, no. No. It won't be enough. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Not even close. Not all your guns. Bad idea. <laughs> Game over. Where's Vasky? I get ahead of myself, though. Okay. Don't I? Yes. So, how did things meet or not meet your expectations? Well, there was definitely more than one alien. There was. And we did return to the egg planet. We did. Does the egg planet have a name? Or is it just egg planet? The moon, it's a moon, but I don't know if it's ever said exactly what, what moon it is. Yeah, I do not know. IMDB gives no, uh... No indications? <clears throat> nope. Um, there also was another android named Bishop. Yes. And... Ripley wanted to rip his head off because she had been gone for 57 years and apparently now um, androids are standard issue on ships. And finally, Ripley was not the sole survivor. Yes. Newt survived, Newt. the little girl. And then I think two soldiers survived. Um, Reese, whose name was not Reese, but it was the same actor who played <laughs> Reese in Terminator. Right. I think he, he was injured, but they froze him in the pod or put him in suspended animation or whatever. Sleep, yeah, the sleep pod thing. And then the guy that was carrying him, I think he also survived because Ripley was carrying Newt. But almost all, but most of the Marines. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And that, and, and, and Paul, Paul Reiser. Oh, my God, he was God such sakes. a douche. He really was. He was so terrible. Um, so after watching it, I, I really liked it and I liked that there were more people mm -hmm. and I liked, um, I just really enjoyed it. So I would give that one four and a half stars as well. So both alien oh, movies nice. so far, four and a half stars. Yeah. That's, uh, James Cameron knows how to do a sequel. True. I do believe. Although, well, we, we'll get to, uh. We'll get to my feelings about uh, about the movie in a second. So, was your TV guide summary right? Uh, I mean, she she's she's not really an alien assassin because she doesn't want to go back to the planet. She yeah. wants everybody to leave the planet, just leave the planet alone or the moon or whatever. She would like all contact with yes. these aliens gone forever. But she does kill aliens whenever and wherever she sees them. So I feel she, like I was 50% right. She's like the reluctant assassin. Yes. She's, yes, true. I, I bet she's got to be the best. She's got to be the best as far as number of kills, right? Yes. Although, the nuclear, in this case, she, she didn't light the nuclear weapon. The nuclear weapon was a, was a byproduct of just the damage that happened there right yes there was an explosion that was going to happen so i can't we can't say that that was her right that she was really the one who blew that nuke yes so i have a couple of questions okay 
did we find out in the last movie that she had a daughter? I don't remember hearing that she had a daughter. And now this movie, did they just give her the daughter so she would have that connection with Newt? Yeah. Like, oh, my daughter is all grown up and dead now because I was gone for 57 years. It's been a long time since I've seen... The original one I saw, like, in 1986 or thereabout. And then I saw it later. And I think when I saw it later, like... Like in my twenties, that was when the the um, the special edition was out, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that the daughter thing was a deleted scene that they added in later. I see. But, okay. But I don't think they put it in the original. So the one we the, watched probably didn't have that mention in there. The not the sorry the original Alien movie. Mm-hmm. You're right. Does not mention that she has a daughter, but they don't. Um, it was, I believe it was an inserted deleted scene in Aliens. Oh, I see. Okay. And I it see. does. So there's more of a connection. There's more of a reason that she's so adamant about saving saving Newt because as she's, you know, mm-hmm. she's able to save. Okay. I have questions about the company. Yes. So. Are they... Okay, I have... Let me ask all of my questions first. Okay. Ask away. Are they some sort of government because they can suspend licenses, require psych evaluations, hold tribunals? They are powerful. Um, and if they are not the government, then who is? And if they are the government, then I was right about my secret government plots. <laughs> you didn't say that this would be a secret government plot. <laughs> well, last time I said, oh, oh, you mean the company was the secret government plot, right. and you said no, it's a corporation. So that's why I'm saying, but it is if very... they have all of these abilities to, you know, exact punishment and stuff, and you never really hear about, oh, the United Earth government or, yeah, I mean, we don't even know if they're from Earth. I don't think they're just. You never hear about any other sort of diplomatic anything, right? So, I don't know. Do you have answers for those questions, or I do not. I'm 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 googling that for you, uh, and it's a little bit Google proof because I'm 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 googling company and the Sigourney Weaver Alien movie because in Alien Company you get <laughs> there's like Alien Workshop. You get all kinds of everything in Roswell, New Mexico. Or then you also, I'm getting the the production company <laughs> that produced. We'll check into it and, and get back anyway. to get back to the audience. But yeah, it's an act. It's a pretty powerful company that does sort of have the power of a of more of a government agency. Gotcha. So essentially, after seeing this, it's been a bunch of years since I've seen this this movie. And while it's, I've always thought it was a great, always thought it was a great movie. Always thought it was a great sequel, but it's weird that I think it's a great sequel when I really, when because when it really comes down to it, a bad sequel is just a rehash of the first one, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what this what this is. It's the same storyline. It's just supersized. There's better weapons. There's the fun load lifter. Uh, Aliens that are more dynamic, obviously more of them. There's a better motivation for for Newt to, uh, for uh, for Ripley to 
to, to be to be all into just you know destroying the aliens um so so the so the but the structure is still the same you have ripley and a crew in space find aliens they are double crossed by someone they fight uh they the proof gets blown up in a nuclear event Ripley kills the stowaway alien in an airlock. <laughs> That's one and two. Yes, true. <laughs> so, first question. When you already asked your first question. Sorry. But go on. Go on. <laughs> Next question. Yes. So, they're trying to escape in a tank-like automobile. Yes. How that does has she, a special name, too. But. How does she have... How does she peel out in the tank twice does it have treads or does it have wheels i think it has wheels but they're not but they're like they're like tank wheels you know <laughs> they i don't think of peel out when i think of tank like there's so much weight it doesn't seem like you know it's funny what you pick up on i know <laughs> i never noticed how unrealistic that is but speaking of the airlock, yeah, how do they battle the vacuum of space to not they themselves get sucked out like the alien did? Wait, you how, see what I'm how, saying? How do they not? How do they not? Because she's hanging on to the rungs, right? Yeah. And like everything's getting blown out, right? How can her? I mean, she's very strong, yep. but she's still a human. How can her human energy propel her while everything's being blown out? Yeah. She's going against that. Like, she should be blown out as well. She should. And she is able to get up and push the button. Like, yeah. that's a lot to do when, A, you can't breathe because all the air is getting blown out, and B, everything's getting blown out, and you should be too. I just they, have questions. Why don't they have, like, straps to, like, hold on to or tether yourself to that are near, like, the airlock buttons? Shouldn't it be harder to blow something out of the airlock also? I agree. Yes. Now, okay, the alien's bigger, so wouldn't the alien have a harder time holding on because it's bigger? It's easier to blow out something bigger than something smaller? Hmm. I feel like Rick would have an answer to this question. Too bad Mythbusters is off the air. I wonder mm -hmm. if they ever did an... I wonder if they ever went into space on Mythbusters. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the only way to really test some of these yes. <laughs> things. How, how easy or hard would it be to not get sucked out into space? Well, there was a, there was a Next Generation episode. Because that's, that's where we should get our factual yes. information from. True. Um, where... Like, something happens on the ship, and there are, like, two or three different... There's, like, at least three different groups throughout the ship, and none of them can communicate with each other. And so they all assume... Like, they have to assume the worst that, you know, Jordy and Crusher in the cargo bay have to assume everyone else on the ship is dead because they can't contact anyone. Right. But there's this dangerous toxin in the cargo bay. What are we going to do with it? Oh, no. So they, they open the airlock and hang on so it gets stuck, uh, not sucked out, blown out because data makes that correction. Blown out, not sucked out. 
So, but she's hanging on, uh, Crusher's hanging on to the control panel, mm-hmm. so she can just, like, yeah. hit the button. Um, Which seems a little bit more realistic. Yeah, so, I don't know. Climb, didn't, she have to, didn't Ripley have to climb a ladder and then hit the thing? Yes. Yeah. That's why I, the climbing the ladder part is what's throwing me. Like, it seems like it would be very difficult to do in that section. Yes. Also, this could be called Alien 2. It's never over. It's never over. Why do I feel like this is going to be... The experience of watching Grease 2 might be a... It's never, it's never over. over. It's still going on. You're still watching it. <laughs> I still, I still feel like I'm watching the first one. That went on forever. But you, you know, they like escape from the egg planet, and you're like, "Whoo, everybody's safe." And this time, they like, um, in the first movie, it was like, "Okay, she blew up the ship. Now, why are we still watching her? Because she, she's there's still 20 more minutes, well, right?" You don't. And she's like racing off into the sunset or whatever there was none of that because the alien was still on her little shuttle yes so this one it was like okay she got rid of the aliens and we're going to the space dock and we got to figure out what we're going to do with newt and like um the android what's happening with him and all this other stuff so i kind of got tricked into thinking like oh the alien there's no alien because there's things to explain that that's why the movie is longer. You see what I'm saying? Right. So when the alien gets out from under the... Um, it, like, stowed away under the ship, the queen alien. <clears throat> yes. Did not see that coming at all. I was very surprised. That's interesting because... I mean, that's the go-to move, evidently, of the xenomorphs or whatever they're called. Right. They just <laughs> hide and try to blend in before they kill you. Yeah. So... And that's what the alien did. That was caught on the Nostromo's uh, escape pod thing. Yes. At the end of the first one. So it's never over. It, that's the takeaway. Yes. It's never over. Never over. Do you have more stuff? I do. Okay. So this movie is... Strangely, it's a great comfort to me. <laughs> I, have, I have very good memories of, of watching this movie. Um... When I was 12, first of all, being 12 years old is just terrible. It is. It's just terrible. And to have a good memory of being 12 is kind of rare, I think. Yes, I agree. So when I was 12, my mom went away for the, we- for the weekend in the 80s, and my dad let my sister and I stay up late and watch Nightmare on Elm Street and Aliens. And did you sleep again until you were 18? I have <laughs> never slept well <laughs> since that night. I remember being very confused because I didn't see at the time I didn't see the original Alien. Oh, it's just like oh, like here's some here's a brand new scary movie. Let's watch, you know, let's watch this one. It wasn't based on oh, we I still have questions left from the first Alien yeah. movie. So it was very disorienting because I'm like oh my goodness, what the what the hell are these things? So uh, so yeah, my mother's. My mother would never let us watch anything like this. Kind of, it didn't matter what age we were until, like, we <laughs> we actually just left. It didn't matter. Her, she never really cared what, what movie exactly we got when we were renting movies. She would always, her phrase was, rent something light and airy. Oh, my God. Every time. Every time. 
So, yeah, also this movie uh, is a comfort to me because it's um, it's about a protector. Like, Ripley, Ripley is a protector. Like, she doesn't ever give up. Even when Newt might be dead, she's still like, no, she's alive, and I know she's alive. So, like, yeah. Right. She's very right. dedicated. I would, if I was lost and I knew that Sigourney, if I was lost and I knew Sigourney Weaver was looking for me, I'd feel like I'd be found. What if it was a Sigourney Weaver, Bruce Willis team that was coming to look for you? Like they're my parents? (laughs) I don't think, no, no, they can't be my parents because, you know, I'm like attracted to both of them. Yeah. That'd be weird. But yeah. I mean, if those two teamed up... You would feel safe. Don't you think... That'd actually be a good movie. Bruce Willis and and Sigourney Weaver's character, they would both be bickering a lot, I feel. Yes. Because they're both, like, the alpha. They both would want to take charge, and there'd be a lot of... It'd be like bad cop, bad cop, I think. (laughs) You know what it should be? You're reckless. (laughs) Aliens on an... Alien terrorists on an airplane. That's it. They call in Ripley, and Ripley's like, I'm not going to get near those aliens. But then she's just... Well, she's kind of like... She's actually kind of like a John McClane, because she gets gets sort of... She gets pushed into uh, greatness. Yes. She has greatness thrust upon her. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. Anything else for that before we go to the Bechdel test? Uh, Nothing for that. Um, so it does pass the Bechdel test. Um, we noticed when we were watching that Ripley talks to an unnamed medical tech and an unnamed female board member. Um, but since we don't know their names, those don't count. Yes. But there, um, there was Ripley, Newt, and then three of the soldier people were Pharaoh, Vasquez, and Dietrich. So when... Ripley first shows up, Vasquez says, who's Snow White? And Pharaoh says, she's supposed to be some kind of consultant. Apparently, she saw an alien once. Boom. What if it's a male alien? It was a girl (laughs) alien, wasn't it? Well, she saw an alien once. It was a girl alien in the first movie? I don't know. I don't know. Somehow, I don't think... I don't think it really matters in this context. Probably not. But, anyway, we can move on. But I feel like um, uh, Ripley and Newt had a lot of conversations, so I think even though it's a woman That's and true. a girl, like, they're both named and they have conversations about, oh, well, oh, I, I have scary that. dreams, and, you know, you're, you're safe now, and whatever, I knew you'd come for me. It is two women, so if it's a mother and daughter talking through the whole movie. Well, we kind of talked about that with um, some of the other movies. Probably the closest in in age type of situation would be uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah, we did count. We, we, well, we... The girl, right? I mentioned that... uh, God, I just had her name. Um, Susie. Very good. Susie and her mom... Doris, I think, they talk a lot, but they talk about Santa Claus. And since Santa is an actual character in the movie, that doesn't really count. But then, like, in Best Years of Our Lives, um, the daughters are older, and they talk to their mothers, and that seems to count. 
more. So I don't know if there's like, okay, once they reach 15, then they count mm-hmm. as the Bechtel test, or is just as long as they're female, they count. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, if we include Newt as well, then her and Ripley have quite a few conversations that are not about men. Some of them are, but not yeah. all of them. I mentioned before how I didn't realize that this is... It's the same basic... It's the same basic story. It's it's kind of rehashy, but still great. Yes. So, pop culture references. There was one scene that reminded me very much of The Shining, where there was a kid on a tricycle um, that was... The camera angle was very low, and yeah. he was, like, riding over a carpet and then hardwood floors. <laughs> like, if he would have turned a corner and there would have been two scary sisters there, it or wouldn't two, have surprised me at least. Or in two the least. aliens. Two alien sisters <laughs> dressed in identical dresses. <laughs> Come play with us. Um, but there were a lot of... Um, Archer references that I now understand. <laughs> the load lifter thing and the Barry. load lifter thing is <laughs> hilarious. Like it's like the movements are almost the same as they are in Aliens. Um, and they have like a well, they're supposed to have a robot battle, but um, Archer comes to his senses and decides to go back to Earth. But um, <laughs> there's also um, the guns that they were using had the. Oh, yeah. Did you write down what the, the pulse, guns were? The pulse rifle? Yeah. But they had the counter on the side, and they looked almost exactly the same. But then there was one thing. I was watching an episode the other day, and I had forgotten about this. It was the episode where they go to Italy to save the Pope, and the Pope <laughs> yeah. looks like Woodhouse, so right. he's like the decoy. Um, <laughs> Cyril doesn't go. He tells... Um, he tells them that he has a weird thing about churches, okay. so he, they like creep him out, so he doesn't want to go. Okay. And <clears throat> Cheryl Carroll is like, "Whoa, why didn't you want to go? What is it about the Catholic Church?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't have a problem with the Catholic Church. I just, um, I don't want to go on a another trip with the world's worst colleague." And she goes, "Bishop the android from Aliens." <laughs> Bishop and the he end. says something else, and she's like, Bishop, the android from Aliens! <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Yeah. That's funny, Bishop. <laughs> That's really good. So, um, is that is that the end of your pop culture references? I think so, yeah. Well, the, the very end of, was it season eight of Archer? Oh, right, yeah. So. There's that long, slow scene of them panning through the 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 ship yes they do that in the beginning of uh beginning of aliens and at the end of that season uh, of archer the most recent season the new season it usually comes out in april i think and this episode is coming out in march mm. um but um so yeah when the last season finished the end the end shot was that panning shot and then like Mother is supposed to be like the computer voice or something. Yeah. So I'll be very interested to see how that all plays out and what kind of similarities there will be. Which so I'm glad we watched this. I think you. Before, yeah. I think you recommended us watching this before, um, before the next season of Archer came on. Because it seems like it's going to be all an all alien (laughs) season, which sounds really great. True. 
So I would like to do something we haven't done before, but I think this would be funny. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have you insert the audio here of something I'm going to play for you. Okay. I'm going to show you, uh, they do a, an alien cutscene in Family Guy. Okay. So I want to show it to you right now. Okay. And the viewer and the, and the listeners can listen. Okay. No more will I treat you like some kind of alien. Three minutes to minimum safe distance. Stop. Not so fast, y'all. You think you can just up and run away? You crazy. I like to eat people from other planets, especially y'all. I like to eat you with my little mouth, too. Oh, now y'all get back up inside me, little mouth. I wants to play, too. Get back inside. I'll get you when we's eating them. Zoop. What? <laughs> Family Guy is so weird. It's so oh, weird. It really is. I like to eat just with my little mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love man. that. That's weird. It really is. But that's very much like, um, it's, I like that it's that absurd where it's just like, hey, where y'all going? Stop. Yeah, it's not this big confrontation. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who designed the alien? I watched this two-hour documentary about the making of aliens. Uh-huh. You know who designed the alien, the alien mother? Who? James Cameron. Really? Using I didn't know that. Using Giger's original, you know, sort of extrapolating the regular alien design. He came up with it himself, which I think was really... Hmm. Say what you will about him being a dick and he demanding... But, uh, pretty creative dude. So, how would this movie be different with today's technology? Well, we talked about the last Alien movie that it's set in the future. So, I mean, there are some things that would be worse with today's technology. (laughs) But something I thought was really cool was um, that the video phone was similar to, like, FaceTime now. That's true. And the business card doubled as a as an actual literal calling card like you put the card in to call like instead of the old timey oh i called at such and such house here's my (laughs) card (laughs) yeah that's cool i hadn't noticed that um that was really the only thing that that i noticed that i was like hey that is pretty similar to what we have now um but i don't know how it would really be any better with today's technology when you have like pulse rifles and spaceships <laughs> and stuff. True. Do you have anything? Uh, I think I'm done. So you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and also on Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com Rough transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com We're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS, and you can also email us at WaitYou'veNeverSeen at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Dun, 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 dun. Now 50% judgier. Dun, 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 dun. We'll be back. (laughs) Thanks for listening.